Hello and welcome to M's Authority Podcast. I am M, your podcast host, your astrology queen and extraordinaire, if I say so myself, uh, bringing you all the juicy updates astrologically and also pivoting a little bit more into um, astrology and business too. So you all know what my mission is. My mission is to help you align uh, to the stars and to step into your power, your authority and own all that you are and all that your soul came here to be. Uh, that is my mission and that is what we uh, talk all things on the podcast. So whether it's astrological updates, whether it is um, talking about business things, mindset, all kinds of weird and wonderful things, you will find that here. So welcome, welcome. If this is your first episode, thank you for being here. If you are a long-time listener to the show, I mean, hey, we've been together for like three months, so happy three months to us. Uh, how exciting. Uh, so thank you again for having me in your ears. I hope you enjoy your weekly Monday uh, episode drops, and that's where you'll find me each week on a Monday. And I am so deeply grateful for all of you beautiful listeners. Thank you for your feedback. I hope you enjoyed last week's episode. I mixed things up a little bit. Um, so let me know if that is how you like the episodes to run for those. I'll probably do a once a month kind of bigger overshot of over snap. What's the word I'm trying to say? Um, snapshot of the month overview was what I was looking for. Um, and yeah, break it down to each of your rising signs. So let me know if you enjoyed that and if that is something that you would like me to continue to do for you. Um, your feedback is always much appreciated. And as always, if you haven't already, please subscribe to this podcast so that you never miss an episode. Uh, if you subscribe to it in your app, the episodes will be automatically updated every Monday for you. And if you haven't already, please rate and review this podcast. That helps get our reach out. And in turn, that would be amazing if we can impact more people because you know what my mission is to impact as many women as I can. So um, now with all of that housekeeping stuff out of the way in the intro, uh, I wanted to also mention if you have not seen over on my Instagrams, I have launched a eclipse season workshop. So yes, I broke down a little bit of the eclipses uh, and Libra season episode last week. However, in this eclipse season workshop, I'm going to take you a little bit deeper because I didn't even speak about the Taurus lunar eclipse uh, in that episode which happens later um, in October, the 29th. And yeah, basically going to break down all things uh, eclipse season, dive even deeper and just have some fun with you guys. Uh, it's going to be an online call so you can join anywhere in the world. So please, uh, I will pop a link in the show notes for that. If that is of interest to you, we will be meeting together on October the 13th uh, at 10 a.m. Brisbane time. And if you are unable to make the call, there will be a replay sent out also. And also, duh, 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 drum roll, uh, I am doing an in-person event, uh, which is super, super exciting. It's a collaboration with my bestie, Rosie. Uh, we are bringing to you a BizSpark Revival half-day retreat. So it's going to be in the beautiful Sunshine Coast hinterland at a private retreat space. And we are basically wanting business owners who feel stuck, burnout, who want to align more to the stars, who want to have that time to themselves to re-energize and spark that joy back into their business so that you can have more revenue, more sales, and the best 2024 ever 
uh, then that is the event that you will want to come to. And sneak peek, there will also be uh, an exciting astrology uh, Q1 planner for you. So you will know uh, when would be the right time to launch, when's the right time to focus on your messaging, your marketing, all the things, uh, and you'll have your own little personal planner. So uh, please join that. That will be on October, uh, no, worry, November the 5th. Um, and again, there is an early bird special on. So that will be out until October 10th. Uh, so if you book before October 10th, it will be $180 plus booking fee. And if you book after October 10th, then it will be $222. So save yourself $42. Um, I am excited uh, to be a part of those two offerings that I have. And of course, as always, uh, you can always reach out and I do offer the one-to-one astrology chart readings so that we can break down everything for you. You know what's coming up, you know how you are aligned to the stars and what your soul came here to do, what your mission is, what your gifts are, what's coming up for you. There is absolutely so much fucking juicy goodness you can get out of that chart reading. So uh, they are the offerings. And now let's jump in to this week's episode. So given that I am running a um, workshop all around business burnout, uh, I'm going to speak into a little bit of my journey in business and how I burnt myself out quite uh, badly. And it basically left me to end my uh, career as well. So I'm going to speak into that. And then at the end of the episode, I'll also touch on a couple of um, astrological important updates for the week. And that will be the episode. So let's fast forward. No, I always say that. I was going to say fast forward, but I mean, rewind. (laughs) Let's rewind. So It uh, was in 2018 and 2019 that I launched my exercise physiology business. So for those of you who don't know, I, um, well, I still technically am an accredited exercise physiologist and I have been an exercise physiologist since I graduated uni in the year of, geez, this is test my memory now, uh, 2015, I believe. So I was working in private practice up from 2015, 2016, all the way through to about 2018, 2019. And then got to that point where I was kind of like, okay, I want to do some work for myself. So I started my own business. We also moved up to the Sunshine Coast. I launched my business, grew it organically. It was amazing, going really well. But in the process of all of that and the years that spent building, um, lots of organic growth, which is amazing because on the Sunshine Coast, building business is actually quite challenging. But when you know the right people, it is actually, um, yeah, quite easy, which I worked out in Sunshine Coast to um, build that business. Anyways, that's a little side note. And so in the process of doing this, I was working myself to the ground, working long hours. I have... At this point, I only had Charlie, my oldest, and he was four. And yeah, it meant that I was away from him a lot more. I had to rely on my parents to help with pickups and drop-offs. And Jake as well was working a different job and was able to help out a lot more with that. And I was doing long days. Like some days I do nine till six. And it was just a lot because I was a one-man show. I was doing everything. I was doing all the back-end stuff, lots of invoicing, lots of notes, lots of one-to-one people interaction, lots of energetic exchanges. Um, And I'm a very uh, energetically in-tuned person. And so I pick up on a lot of other people's stuff and I can get really drained. Um, I'm the type of person that people love to dump their problems on. They feel safe around me. I think I just hold such a beautiful space. And yeah, it became really, really draining. 
So I was depleted. I, you know, had a quite successful business. I pretty much built that business up to uh, six figures in revenue. However, in the process, I was like so unfulfilled, so burnt out. And yeah, it was not nice. Now, there's lots of lessons that I learned in and amongst that. Uh, The first thing is, is that you need to get help sooner rather than later, Uh, especially if you think you don't you're not ready. Uh, You are and well, you will be. (laughs) You need to get that help even um, if you feel like it's not quite the right time. There was an opportunity for me to um, put on somebody else and hindsight is a beautiful thing and I wish I had have just bit the bullet and done that. Um, So at the start of 2021, I was, I think it was 21, yes. Uh, My days and things are all (laughs) a bit all over the place. I was contemplating the idea of putting somebody on, but, you know, I was stuck in a lot of fear and lack and scarcity. And I just kind of was like, oh, no, they can't do a job as good as me, blah, blah, blah. You know, all the shit came up. And so I basically just kept saying, oh, I'll do it another time. I'll do it another time. All in the means, like, you know, doing everything. And even when I mean everything, like I would have people ringing me, like I'd be in a consult, have people ringing me to book in. And I'm like, literally, I have to let it go to voicemail. Then, you know, I finish their consult notes, send out their programs do all the business stuff, do all the invoicing. And then I'm like, fuck, I've got to make these calls to book these people in. Like it was a fucking lot. And then come home, cook dinner, do the mum life, all of the things. So um, yeah, you could see how quickly burnout uh, was happening. And so I did that for quite a number of years and um, even up until last year. And I was pregnant with Daisy and I was still managing all of this. However, I did decide that, and you know, I was kind of forced to because I knew that I was going to have a baby and I still needed to make an income and wanted the business to continue going so that my clients could still be supported. So I did put a uh, woman on and I con- as a contractor to help take over and cover for my maternity leave. But I also just needed to wind down a bit and give myself a bit more space, which I'm so grateful that I did. So she also, even before I went on maternity leave, took another day off my hand. So I really cut my work hours down and just condensed because it was too much. And as I was doing that, I decided that I wanted to build up more of my astrology. And at the time I was selling my ceremonial cacao as well and wanting to do um, cacao circles and breath work and cacao facilitation. And I just needed to create space. So I did create that space and I was trying to kind of juggle the two. And I just really lost my spark and my passion for that exercise physiology job. Um, And, you know, that I know of so many people who have been in the same position and situation um, in our industry, and it is actually a systemic problem. But again, that's another trap for another time. Um, And I think it's because it is a service-based business, it is really hard to um, continue to show up for people each day and have the pressures of everything else, regardless of whether you're a business owner or even working for somebody else. It's um, quite a demanding job. And yeah, there needs to be, you know, things in place to help people have their own energetic boundaries and all of the things and alignment. And I clearly did not have that. <laughs> and so I had Daisy, um, and, you know, I was on maternity leave and had my contractor still working for me. And she decided that she didn't want to be an EP either anymore and wanted to be a school teacher. So she was going to go back to uni to study. And I was kind of left in a bit of a pickle. Now, I was trying to sell my business, but in healthcare, it is very hard to sell a business because people buy people, right? And um, knowing that my contractor was leaving and the clients had the rapport with her, it's a very risky buy for someone to buy into that, not knowing whether the clients are going to like them or whoever they put on for that as well. So um, that kind of blew up in my face. I ended up not being able to sell my business and basically got to the point where I just had to let it go. 
uh, because I got so burnt out. You know, I had a choice of, okay, this doesn't really fulfill me. I'm kind of outgrowing this. I'm following my deeper spiritual path. Um, you know, I know this is clearly not in alignment for me anymore. And also I forgot to mention in the lead up to this, there were multiple signs <laughs> that this was not for me any longer. Um, back in the period of COVID um, where they made the uh, jab mandate, uh, technically I wasn't meant to continue working because I did not want to um, subscribe to that and take that vaccination. And I um, managed to get an exemption and I think I was just lucky that I was working for myself as a sole trader. So I didn't really have anyone who needed to check compliance and all of that. So I, you know, breaking it, I was a bit illegal across that time because it did work, but so many other practitioners and professionals also did as well, because that's a whole um, different thing that we can go down another time. Um, but yes, I decided that, you know, it was not worth anything. And if I was going to lose my job, then say lovey. Um, but I managed to still continue to work through. So that was the first kind of sign from the universe that was probably when I should have listened and should have said, okay, I need to step out of this right now. But again, I was still stuck in all this fear and all this lack and all this scarcity and not ready to let go of it. And I'm also a Taurus and Taurus can be very stubborn and not willing to release and they're a bit change adverse. Um, and also a Leo rising and the boat again the Taurus and Leo are both fixed earth uh, well fixed earth and fixed fire meaning that we're quite stubborn and we don't like change <laughs> so um, it was really quite hard for me to let that go and as you can see I've literally only just as we'll get to the juicy part of this story I let that go um, mid of this year um, but anyways uh, back to I can't even remember what I was talking about before I detracted there oh yes um, the universe was giving me those signs and I kind of was just like, you know what? Yep, I'll just keep working, keep hustling and just keep burning myself out. And in the process, it was just so hard. You know, I was missing spending time with Charlie. I was not feeling my own cup up and I just got so stagnant and tired to the point that I just wanted, I just wanted out. I wanted out of that career. Um, and so, you know, I just knew that I was pregnant with Daisy and I thought, well, I'll just keep it consistent. You know, we still need that steady income. Obviously we're preparing for a child. It's handy to have um, money. So I continued on and did the hard slog all the way up until 38 weeks. And then I, um, yeah, continued running that business as my contractor. I uh, was working the face-to-face -face client stuff, but I was still doing all the back-end stuff, all the invoicing and all of the other bookings and all that sort of stuff uh, whilst on maternity leave. And then it got to the point, so back to where I was, uh, where my contractor decided that she wanted to leave. And again, I tried to sell the business. That didn't happen. And it was basically this thing with the universe was like, you have a choice. You can either go back to playing small, go back to this business. Uh, you can step in, you can do part-time, you can pick up some days, but that would mean that obviously I have to send Daisy to some form of childcare. Um, and yeah, I wasn't quite ready to do that. I'm still full-time breastfeeding. And I just, this time I just really, I know how fast children grow up and I just wanted to be there as much as I can for her. So that was not an option for me. Uh, the next option was, okay, I put the time and the energy to train somebody else up. However, I also didn't really want to have to go and, you know, build the business, do the marketing, um, you know, get all the connections and referrals and get more clients for them to step into as well. So that was going to require a lot of um, energy on my part, which again, I kind of was discerning. I'm like, that actually, for what reason, for what purpose to have that little bit of residual income? Yeah, sure, it's helpful and it's comfortable, but in the long term, it's just going to create up too much of my time and energy. And I'm not going to be able to focus on the things that actually bring me joy and light me the fuck up. So I made the choice. I fully let it go. Uh, I didn't get anything in return for that. 
And that was a really fucking hard lesson. And I'm so grateful that I did because now it's given me the opportunity to fully focus on uh, the podcast. It's given me an opportunity to really, you know, start growing my business sustainably. And this time around, knowing how I burnt myself out and how I was just so in my masculine, just go, 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 no rest, um, you know, work harder. Um, the more you work, the more you'll get tight mentality. Whereas I have come out of, you know, this maternity leave period after having Daisy and I've really just been like, okay, fuck, I need to embody a little bit more of my feminine energy and bring that into this spiritual business and kind of be more intuitively led, intuitively led and intuitively guided. So um, that is where I am uh, today. And that is how I continue to, um, you know, create this business. Don't get me wrong. There are times where I do have to be in my masculine and hustle that little bit, but I'm really sustainably creating this because I know that um, if I try to build this business the way that I did my other business, uh, I will burn out and it won't be pretty. And um, yeah, I have been, I guess, tools that have been helping me along the way. I have been really heavily relying back on my astrology, you know, being really in tune with the energy, what's coming up, forecasting a little bit. Okay, this is a bad time right now. Um, maybe this is just a time where I need to really turn inward, which was really hard for me because I'm just coming out of this period of being really inward. Um, and now I'm sort of coming out and this is why I've got these new offers and have had this time to really be like, okay, what is the thing that brings me the most joy? What is it that I really want? And I think for anyone who is going through this with business burnout, you need to come back to the reason why you started your business. You know, what is it for? You know, is it for you to create freedom and time freedom? But in doing so, you have now created a job for your business. <laughs> Um, and you're not getting that freedom. Sure, you might have a little bit of flexibility of when you do and don't work, but I want to create a business where, you know, I can have that time to spend with my family. I can tune out and I can still be making money. So that is how I'm wanting to structure and build uh, this current business. And I have been leveraging a lot heavily on astrology and also coming back to the things that I really enjoy doing, you know, the things that aren't actually necessarily draining, the things that I could talk about. And if you haven't already noticed, I can pretty much talk to a fucking bare wall, all things astrology and the stars. So uh, I found that passion and it is really uh, coming through quite a lot. And from what I hear, uh, I'm pretty good at it. So um, that also helps. And that is, you know, the things that I have really anchored into. And sure, it's still, I'm not saying this is easy and, you know, business can be hard and there are, you know, some elements that I'm still working through myself, but I feel like I'm coming out of this period now where I'm getting so much more clarity and through taking these action steps into, okay, you know, I liked it. I enjoyed doing this and launching this. I didn't really love this aspect. I didn't love that. And what I came back to was that in-person connection for me is so important. And it's even written in my chart. I am literally here um, to build community and to um, have a few different offerings and things as well. Like I'm not meant to be fixed on just one particular thing. You know, I'm meant to have lots of different offerings and bring people and have lots of different communities that I'm involved in. And I've even kind of reflected back on how this has played out in my life. And I've always been the person, the friend that brings the friends together. And then sometimes it's like, okay, I outgrow that sort of community or that relationship or that circle. And then it's like, I move on and I have another circle and I've got all these different pockets of things. And I guess it still plays out in my life now. I've got, um, you know, my really deep spiritual soul friends. I've got um, my community of, you know, school mums and like-minded mums in that sense. I've got uh, a different community of 
you know, well, back when I was doing my EP work, like I had that gym community um, and those types of people as well. And then even in my previous, in my past, like I remember being at school, like I would literally be the glue for everyone. And that's what I realized my role is um, as part of life. And I'm really quite good at doing that. So I really wanted to leverage that strength. So for me, in terms of the burnout side of things, I really wanted to come back to that and honor that um, that part of bringing community together um, and how important that is. However, I do know that they will get to a point where where I want to head, um, in-person things, you know, may not be as sustainable. And of course, you know, as my business grows and I evolve and I grow, uh, things will need to go online to be more scalable and all that sort of stuff. So I'm understanding and accepting of that. However, I do feel there's still always going to be an in-person um, connection because you can't beat it. You know, you can't beat that real person connection when you're at, whether it's a workshop or a half day retreat or what have you, you know, it's all well and good to show up and, you know, have, we've got Zoom and all those beautiful things um, to show up to be on an online container, but it's it's not the same as that feeling the energy of the person who's right in front of you um, and all of the people that are there alongside you if you're in, say, like a group workshop or a seminar or something. Like, there, it's so much more power in that. So um, that is what I envision. And I also envision as well that, you know, with part of my career, and this is, I think, where I'm really going to start speaking more into this about how to leverage um, your astrology for your business and understanding your strengths. And for me, I didn't realize that communication and being a really great communicator is actually essential for my work. And it's now led me to, you know, this podcast. And I didn't actually think that I could speak and I always used to hide behind writing. However, um, from what I hear and the feedback that you guys have given me uh, is that I do articulate quite well and I can speak quite well. And now that's kind of made me think like, oh, perhaps. And then it was sort of like this little, my Leo rising being like, well, I want to speak in front of thousands and hundreds of thousands of people. So I envision that, you know, as my business grows and my profile grows and my brand grows, I will also be speaking to uh, multitudes of people and using my voice and communicating my message in that way. So um, yeah, I, I, I'm kind of a bit all over the shop with this, but again, this is my MC in Gemini. Okay. I'm a little bit all over the place with everything, but I do bring it all together with an overarching theme. And that is the beauty of astrology. And that is how powerful it can be uh, when you start to leverage it uh, to help you understand and navigate what your soul has actually come here to do, what your strengths are, what your gifts are. And in turn, when you are in that alignment, the chances of you burning out are a lot less um, and you're able to more sustainably create business. You're able to show up more um, in the way that you want to. And yeah, it's really important for me as well that I'm now understanding and realizing that I can't do all of this alone. Um, and it's literally a Gemini is not meant to. <laughs> Geminis are meant to connect and collaborate as well. Um, so that is just like, yeah, a, a bit of an element of my chart. And that's what I'm really wanting to help other business owners with as well is to break down these charts and really highlight their strengths, you know, having uh, your Venus, you know, that is the person or the things that you are attracted to and the people that you attract. And then we can look at as well your descendant, which is in your seventh house, which is your house of relationships. And we can use this and say, okay, these are the people that are going to be magnetized to you. How do these people need you to speak and show up so that they're attracted to you? And this is the beauty of astrology. It's literally all written in the stars. Um, and this is, you know, just looking simply at your natal chart. And then we can take that a step further and start to leverage this into uh, quarterly planning, which, again, is something that I'm going to be stepping into. So if you are a business owner, 
um, please reach out because I would really love to test and measure a few of these um, quarterly plans with you and see your success and your results from that. Um, and basically, yeah, in those 90 day plans, it's using um, astrology and astrological events. So, you know, it's a great time to launch on a full moon. So you would have noticed I launched two offerings uh, on the back of this airy full moon. So, um, yeah, and knowing that, knowing that that is when, you know, it's going to illuminate and people are going to see that that is a really great time to launch and looking at other different things. So as Mercury is in retrograde, you know, it's a great time to go in and refine your messaging, refine your marketing. And so knowing that and then being able to apply that to your business and then also knowing exactly what area that is hitting your chart to then fucking 10x that uh, energy. So you're working smarter, not harder. Um, That's essentially what I'm all about, (laughs) creating the hacks. Um, I am really great at creating hacks, whether it's in cooking in the kitchen, I'll be like, ah, fuck that. I don't need to do that. Like, that's just a waste of time. I can do it this way and it's quicker and it still is just as good. I like to be a biohacker. Um, anyways, I am just fucking rambling. That's what I do, but I'm sure you guys love the sound of my voice because otherwise you wouldn't be here, would you? Now, um, one more thing. How are we all feeling after that, after, after that Aries full moon? Uh, I myself am feeling quite energized. Uh, I had a beautiful panic healing with my gal pal Rosie and we did it under the light of the full moon outside with the fire element. Uh, so we had a fire and yeah, we, she did her panic healing on me and I cleared and purged a lot of stuff, which was amazing. And I feel so much lighter and ready for fresh starts. And I know that with the energy we've got coming up, it's eclipse season. So I'm, you know, open and aware that we're going to have upheaval and changes coming too. So I am prepared for that. However, this moon just really feels like I've shed something, like something really heavy that has been weighing you down and it feels amazing. So uh, how are you feeling? I would love to hear how you are feeling. Let me know. Um, And yeah, let me know if having these energetic updates and knowing in advance like what's coming up like if this is helping you have you been able to kind of go step back a moment like, okay that's right em said this so um you know i know that i could be overacting here or my emotions might be here um so whether or not that's actually helping you like i love feedback that is amazing and i love to respond so uh this week i before i wrap up i just want to touch on a couple of little things that are happening in the stars um We've got a little bit of a quieter week, which is nice, uh, a bit of a reprieve. You know, there's still things happening, but um, we're sort of not, we, it's the calm before the eclipse storm, I guess, uh, which is exciting. So this week we have um, Mercury moving into Libra. Uh, that will be on October the 5th. And that is basically going to bring about a bit more of better communication within our relationships. So all of the stuff that has come up um, across that Venus retrograde period, anything related to our relationships, um, having Mercury in Libra now is going to mean that we're able to communicate a little bit better. We're able to understand what we require in our relationships. Um, And yeah, things seem to be a little bit more easily flowing, I guess we would um, say with a Mercury and Libra. And the good thing as well is that we also have um, a couple of interesting uh, little aspects. So I don't normally speak too much about this, but there are a couple that drew my attention. Uh, So speaking of Mercury, on October the 3rd, so that must be, what are we today? Uh, That must be Tuesday, I believe. Uh, We will have Mercury 
opposing Neptune. Sorry, I'm just reading my notes as I go, so I'm not going to cock this up. Um, so Mercury opposing Neptune. So this might mean that just before Mercury changes signs, we're going to have a little bit of uh, uncertainty around what's been communicated to us. We might not have a clear picture yet of something, whether it's, you know, a conversation you've had with somebody else. There's not quite something that's um, fitting together. And there's a bit of distortion, a bit of, you know, uh, what's the word I'm trying to hit? Like a bit of misty kind of illusion. You don't really know what the other person is really trying to communicate to you. And that message may be getting a little bit lost in translation. So um, that will pass quite quickly, but just a heads up. So um, don't have anything that needs to be really clearly communicated um, happen on Tuesday. Be aware of that um, and just see how that, uh, what comes up for you in that state. But, you know, you might have some news that you kind of just don't really understand just yet or, yeah, uh, whether it's a relationship, communication dynamic, a um, bit of a breakdown in communication. Sometimes Neptune can really kind of fuck with us a little bit with that. So that is happening. Um, what else? What else? Uh, on Thursday, which is the October the 5th, we have Mars conjuncting directly to the south node so this is a real start to eclipse season <laughs> we're already in this eclipse portal right and having mars conjunct the south node in libra is really starting to get us to take action on things that we are letting go of you know and all these themes are related and again this may be slightly different because depending on where it's at your chart so go back and listen to last week's episode as to where um, libra is falling in your chart to get the best um snapshot around how this is going to affect you personally but as a generic overarching theme libra is all about uh well the shadow and this is what the south node is it's really asking us to be aware of what's in the shadows and what we need to release and perch um and in doing so uh that is around our you know people pleasing tendencies libra loves to try and be a people pleaser at the um what do you call it at the detriment of their selves and not honoring themselves first so um yeah really be aware because there's going to be something that you might need to take action on and that action can look like perhaps it's putting better boundaries in your relationships um you know so that you're able to honor your yeses and your nos when you know when you go to say yes um you say yes to something but you really feel like oh I actually don't want to do that like honor that you know you have to start honoring the fact that you want to say no um, instead of just like saying yes because you want to make them feel comfortable or people please. So Mars is going to really ask you to start taking action on some of this stuff and really start to purge and release, you know, all of these shadow aspects. So be prepared for that um, and be prepared to take action. And, you know, this can be sometimes difficult, but it's for your highest good because it is for the highest involvement of yourself. So bear that in mind. That will be on Thursday. Um, and what else? What else have we got here? Just referring back to notes. Um, oh, yes, we also have uh, Lilith. Lilith has been in Leo for most of this year, and Lilith is going to be moving into Virgo. So this is going to really ask us where, um, when it comes to, you know, being of service and really having our shit in our lives organized, <laughs> Lilith is going to ask us where we have we been settling for less? Where have we been, you know, perhaps not... Um, taking responsibility and refining the things that we're really good at. Um, even when it comes to work, uh, Virgo can rule our work and our service and really coming back to, okay, where is it that you are um, settling for less than what you deserve in terms of whether it's money, um, 
in, in your work, things like that. That's what Lilith is going to be bringing up uh, in Virgo. And also as well, health. Um, Lilith in Virgo can also bring up stuff like another bit of a thing around like, okay, you've been doing this and this is clearly unhealthy. So how can we better, um, you know, you have this desire to do this. So how can we actually action that and, you know, purge out what we don't need to, I can't, I feel like I'm not even articulating this well. And um, how can we purge out the things that are holding you back from you wanting to, you know, say lose weight or whatever it might be. So there'll be a bit of a focus on health. Again, this is going to be a theme that's going to go for the next nine months because um, uh, Lilith will stay in Virgo for nine months. So she's a bit of a slower mover. So again, it's just going to start to bring to your awareness some of these themes. Um, and that's kind of really all for this week. Um, we are also on the back of a full moon, which means that the moon is now waning. So it's getting uh, oh, pardon me, less light. And again, sometimes for some people that can mean a little bit less energy, starting to want to pull back a little bit and retreat and go inward. Um, see how you're feeling with that. But generally that can happen, especially if you've got really energized and recharged after this full moon. As that moon starts to wane, um, you may start to notice that. But the best time and the best things to do for that is to start winding up and completing tasks. You know, you started to um, release or you should have done some kind of release work under the Aries full moon. And as we are, uh, you know, now on the back of that, coming into this waning um, or disseminating waning moon, we are, yeah, closing out a few things. So, you know, if you started this releasing and you wanted to, I'm just trying to think of the top of my head of examples, but my brain is just kind of like not happening right now. Um, so yeah, it's really about just winding down, slowing down a little bit. Um, again, this is what happens every month. You know, we have our full moon, we have the waning moon and it continues to wane all the way to the new moon. Um, so that for that two-week period, and then it starts to grow again and build into the full moon. So that's the monthly cycle. So that's the kind of shift in energy that we're in this week. Um, I, I'm going to wrap it up here because I feel like I'm just getting the rambles now. Um, anyways, I love you all. Thank you for being here. Um, I hope this helps reach out. Let me know if you're loving this. I really just love to, um, yeah, hear from you guys, hear what's landing, hear what's not even like, you know, what is it? Um, constructive criticism. I'm all for it. Like lay it on me. Let me know what you want because I'm here to be of service to you. Uh, with that being said, all of my love, beautifuls, I will see you next Monday on the potty. And again, I said, see you, fuck, do it every week. Um, I will be in your ear holes next Monday. Uh, lots of love. Bye.